Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. Hey, hi, hello, how are you? And welcome back to Watch It Again, the podcast where we go through 101 movies to see before you die. As always, I am your host, Jacob, and with me are the wonderful... I'm Kat. And this week it is Kat's turn to host, so over to her. (laughs) Thanks, Jacob. Um, So this week we all watched The Born Identity. Um, I also watched Supremacy and Ultimatum, but I didn't watch... Not Legacy? Well, I didn't get around to watching Legacy or Jason Bourne purely because Uh, five... I think anyone did. (laughs) I actually like Legacy, um, so don't diss it too much, thanks. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, mate. um, But yeah, so I watched the first three in the original trilogy, I guess. Did you guys just watch Identity or... Did you watch I've seen Supremacy and Ultimatum. I've also seen them. This, I just watched Identity. A long time ago. But I only watched yes. Identity and I barely remembered any of it as I was watching it. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? in this movie are in, obviously in the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> Did you at least enjoy rewatching it then? Um, we'll get to that later. Okay, okay. Um... So, this has a pretty good cast for a movie that came out in 2002. Um, it stars Matt Damon as Jason Bourne, um, Franca Patenta as Marie, a German gypsy who uh, Bourne kind of meets along the way, Clive Owen as the professor, a CIA assassin, Julia Stiles as Nikki Parsons, um, a CIA analyst, Chris Cooper as Conklin and Brian Cox as Abbott, two CIA directors, and Adwale Akinue Agbaje as Wombosi, who is an African dictator. Um, so, Jacob, would you like to give us a rundown of the plot? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Starts off, fishing boat, man floating in the water. Turns out, Jason Bourne, somehow alive, floating in the ocean, right? Gets pulled on board. Good. Then he freaks out a bit when he wakes up. No idea who he is, but remembers how to do everything. So it's selective personality amnesia, or whatever it's called. Yeah, You don't remember what your name is or your life, but you remember all the skills and basic things that you've learned in your life. He goes along, he... um. There's a chip, little laser thing that's implanted in him and it has a bank account details. So he goes to the bank and he finds a passport and then he finds lots of money, a gun and more passports. And that kind of sets him on an adventure of finding out that he's actually an assassin and some fights happen and then he kind of remembers some more stuff and then it ends. (laughs) Pretty good, pretty good summary. <laughs> yeah. This is some cool fight scenes. Um, yeah. He, like, uses a pen pretty well at one point. Yeah. <laughs> Not for what it's intended for. No, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, this movie, unlike, I guess, most of the other movies, if not all the movies that we've watched wasn't up for any Academy Awards, didn't win any major awards that I could really find. Um, 
So, like, to be honest, I was kind of questioning why it was on this list. But I think it is, like, on the 101 movies to watch before you die because I guess it's kind of different because it... I feel like I'm just saying because a lot. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, I mean, I didn't notice, but (laughs) now we all have. Sorry. (laughs) Um, It's a bit different because it kind of steers away from the idea of like secret agents and assassins and the CIA and all this kind of secret operations um, using like a whole bunch of gadgets and like clandestine meetings in parking garages and things that I guess Mission Impossible and a lot of the James Bond movies do. I feel like this is more based in real life. Um, What do you guys think? Did you realise that it hadn't been up for any awards? And I, I did know that it didn't win any awards, but um, Ultimatum was nominated for three Academy Awards and won all three. Yes. Um, I think I can tell you why this movie's on our list. Sure. Because it, it, it sort of changed the, um, like, espionage kind of thriller movie its direction would you say it has a strong legacy <laughs> nick that's disgraceful <laughs> but, um, oh, kind of like its use of the shaky cam in the fight sequences and kind of just how it's made kind of shifted how hollywood movie fights were done yeah it mm-hmm. was all very um I guess hands on, you could say. Um, yeah, it kind of it going from like you look at like the James Bond movies that are before it, and it's very much the actions are wide shot, and you kind of see this choreographed fight kind of play out across the screen. But if you look at this, it's um a lot more jump cuts and really close up shaky cam fights, and it makes it look, look more brutal. And you're in the action. And if you look at a lot of action, if you look at all the action movies that came out after this. And compared to them, all the action movies that came out before this, it really kind of changed the way that fights were done. Yeah, mm. exactly. And I think it kind of um, paved the way too for actors doing a lot more of their own stunts to make it seem more real, at least like in that kind of period of time before CGI was quite good, almost. Yeah. Um, because I know for this movie that Matt Damon did most of his stunts and trained extensively for it because he wanted it to look real and he wanted to be true to the character, I guess. Um, so this movie was actually originally based on a novel of the same name by Robert Ludlum. Um, the series is actually incredibly popular. And a lot of people were up in arms about um, about the movie being made because it only kind of takes a few key elements from the books or the book series um, and bases the movie around that and the whole trilogy around that. Um, but, yeah, so basically Lyman wanted to modernise the movie um, because the books were written like, I don't know, in the 50s or 60s or something. 
Um, so a lot of the technology was quite old um, and he knew it wouldn't appeal to audiences of the 21st century. Um, so he kind of developed the content beyond that of the novel. Um, and he also based a lot of, well, he got a lot of inspiration from uh, his father because his father was an in, um, investigator into the Iran Contra affair and he used um, his father's memories and um, that kind of thing to make the characters more real and give the characters in this movie, especially the CIA directors, um, Conklin and Abbott, um, kind of base them off real people, um, which I think really attributes to the movie. Um, did you guys know that, that they're based on real people? I didn't. I did not. There you go. No. <laughs> um, another thing about this movie was that uh, production originally started in 2000. So this was before the 9-11 attacks happened in New York. Um, and they had a massive, massive impact on this movie, not to mention the whole movie industry. Um, and so the movie that we see today, the movie that was shown at cinemas was very, very different to what they had planned because of these attacks. Um, so because the CIA is kind of seen as an antagonist institution in this movie because they're kind of hunting Jason Bourne and sending assassins after him, but also train him to be an assassin. Um, they didn't want to show that in such a negative light post 9-11. So they decided to um, reshoot some scenes. Um, they started the movie with Bourne um, arriving in Greece, um, looking for Marie and um, collapsing, and then the rest of the movie being told in flashbacks. Um, and then the ending was going to involve a gas station being blown up. Um, but Lyman thought that this would kind of be in bad taste um, because of the attack um, and shot the ending in the Parisian safe house instead. Um, and I've watched the original ending and the original beginning. And I must say, they don't really add anything to the movie. <laughs> um, they kind of like, especially the start, it didn't really make sense, but that was something that they wanted to explore in the post 9-11 world because audiences were much more I guess attuned to that kind of portrayal of anti-Americanism almost I guess you could say um yeah do you guys want to add anything at this point the uh red bag used throughout the film with all the stuff is owned by Adam Savage from Mythbusters complete with all the items that were dumped on the desk at his house in Paris 
thank you for that fun fact. This is a fun fact. Um, <laughs> before Matt Damon was cast, the role of Jason Bourne, um, other actors were considered, such as Brad Pitt, Sylvester Stallone, and Russell Crowe. Yeah, Brad Pitt was um, mm-hmm. actually offered the role by Lyman first, but he turned it down to do Spy Games, I think. Um, but honestly, I can't imagine anyone other than Matt Damon being in this role. I feel like he kind of has that, like, honesty about him that Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone don't have. Yeah, and also he looks like a regular person, not like some muscle-bound freak. Like, he looks like someone who blends in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he just looks like an ordinary dude. I couldn't imagine yeah. walking down the street and not noticing Schwarzenegger. Yeah, like yeah. Stallone, you'd like, kind of notice. Even if he wasn't famous, you'd, you'd yeah. see that guy and be like, who is he? He yeah. is someone. Why yeah. is he so massive? And I feel <laughs> like even though... Um, I feel like even though Matt Damon was, like, pretty well known then, he wasn't as massive as them, like, in terms of And he probably wasn't quality. known as an action star either, right? Yeah, exactly. All I can think of before him doing that was talented Mr. Ripley, but that was in like the late 90s, I think. Saving Private Ryan? Mm. Oh, right. We, <laughs> we watched that. The movie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just, just as a quick, you know. Um, what else was he in before this? Goodwill Hunting? Um, Ocean's Eleven? Oh, my gosh. Why um, did I think all of these came out after this? Saving Private Ryan... Um, okay, maybe he was a bigger star than I thought. He I mean, was. when you're in Ocean's Eleven, like you're, he was in Dogma, Mystic Pizza. Um, why are these all out? Why are these not in all like Chicago Under Fire? I've never heard of that. All the Pretty Horses. Um, yeah, he was um, chasing Amy. He was in lots of things before this. <laughs> Well, sorry, Matt Damon, and I didn't know that. There um, you go. But, yeah, I think that was a really good um, choice on the castings part. Um, and Franca Patenta wasn't originally um, considered for Marie. Um, I think it was uh, – I just lost it. It was Sarah Polly, I think. Don't know who do that either, is. Yeah, do either of you know who that is? Because I do not. Uh, no. How do you spell her last name? P-O-L-L-E-Y. Yeah, I don't know who that is. She's from movies like Splice, Dawn of the Dead. Um, Interesting. I'm trying to find something else I recognise and I haven't yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, before she's in um, Bar Bar the movie, you know the elephant. I don't. You know Bar Bar the elephant? Nick, please tell me you know Bar Bar the elephant. But oh, no. oh no! <laughs> Is this a movie we should watch? <laughs> Oh, it was a cartoon series, and then there was a movie in the late 80s, but, like, oh, no. Hang on, I'll look this up. This is this is breaking my heart. You guys don't know what Baba is. <laughs> what the fuck, man? 
Papa. Oh, that? Yeah, the, the oh, elephant. Yeah. I, I think I've seen books of him. Oh. Okay, well, oh, yeah, no, yeah. Never seen it. That's so, That's such a lovely TV series. Thank you. Oh, God. Just, oh, guys. If you said the elephant with the crown on his head, I would have known. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. How many you elephant get, cartoons you are there? dumb it down for us young <laughs> Funny children. Mm. Um... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, anyway. Total so, sidetrack re- there. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> We're killing time here. <laughs> um, so originally the um, the role of Marie was going to be a Canadian like economics analyst or something, um, which was taken directly from the books. But um, when Franca Patenta was cast, obviously she's – I think she's German – I'm fairly certain she's German. Um, so they rewrote the um, character for her and made her a German gypsy instead so she'd actually fit in with that European um, world that they are travelling through. And um, she got the role because Lyman saw her performance in Run, Lola, Run which is an excellent movie. It's not on our list, um, but everyone should watch it. It was up for, um, what was it up for? Best foreign film or something at the Oscars. And a lot of people say it should have won. But yeah, have any of you seen it? No, I have not. It's really good. It's in German, but you should watch it. If you can handle the subtitles. Um, yes, I can read. I'll, I'll manage. <laughs> what are Just words? What are words? <laughs> yeah, I'm not one of those people that goes, oh, I can't watch and read at the same time. Uh, My mental capacity isn't big enough for that. <laughs> With that, I've just offended like half our listener base probably, but I will. <laughs> that's, that's fine. That's fine. Just learn to read and watch at the same time. It's not hard. <laughs> it's not hard. Um, well, that's pretty much all I have on identity because I kind of thought you guys would talk a bit more. Can we talk about the pen? Oh, yeah, of course. So I guess um, there's a scene when they arrive at Braun's house in France and he suspects that someone's <laughs> there and one of the uh, CIA agents comes bursting through the window with a machine gun. And, you know, a fight ensues and uh, Bourne ends up pushed up against the desk and he just kind of feels around and he picks up a pen and he kind of stabs him with a pen a few times, but then he stabs him down his fist. So the pen goes underneath the skin on the back of his hand. And the guy like just angrily pulls it out and that is disgusting but also it looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. All the fight scenes in these movies are done really well. And that's why it's on our list. <laughs> it's the only reason it's on this. Also, there is only one explosion in this whole movie. Do you know that? Really? Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the tank. The gas tank. There is one explosion per movie in the original Bourne trilogy. 
Well, they didn't want it to be um, like a series where explosions happen every ten minutes. Like, you That's know when what... you're like you're watching an action movie, right? And there'll be like a car chase, and someone falls off a motorbike, and the motorbike slides and hits a car, and it just explodes. Yeah, that's annoying. But yeah. in this, there is like 10 car pileups and motorbikes flying into cars and people flipping over cars and nothing explodes because nothing is meant yeah, to weird. explode. It's pretty. It's pretty and <laughs> it's real. It's real. Like, oh, you've had a head-on collision and you didn't explode? Wow. No, you just die. Yeah. My favourite is that when that cop is chasing him and he looks away because Bourne slams on the brakes when the bus goes past. And he's like, oh, my God, where'd they go? And then he looks forward and there's a car in front of him and he does a full, like, front flip over the car. But he lands flush on his back, like flat. And you can kind of see the stuntman just go, and, like, just, like, you can tell he's in a lot of pain. And I'm like, he was definitely not meant to land like that. <laughs> no. Like there is but no it way. Good. <laughs> yeah, and that's why it's got used. Because whenever he, a stuntman hurts himself, you always use that shot. But like, mm. yeah, he like full just lands flat on his back, and you can tell like that would have like you know he's obviously padded up in the big motorcycle gear, and he'd have paddings and stuff on. But oh my god, ow! Yeah, the stunt people in these movies beat themselves up a lot yeah um another thing about the car chase too they actually did film it all in paris um they for pretty much all of these movies they filmed i can hear whoever that is yawning so that was me (laughs) it was away from my microphone for this though so it won't be as loud as what it was in the microphone for you guys (laughs) glad to see we're entertaining you (laughs) sorry it's like 8 30 man (laughs) Um, but yeah, they filmed um, on location for pretty much every um, scene that they needed to in these movies, except for the um, first few scenes in Zurich in Switzerland. That was actually filmed in Prague, I believe. Yep. I've literally got it open right in front of me right now. Oh. <laughs> I was like, is she going to say Prague? Because if not, I'm going to correct her. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so they were filming in the dead of winter and it was super, super cold. So it wasn't very pleasant for the actors. Um, and so obviously they weren't filming in Zurich, but they had to make an American embassy. Um, so they used a disused bank that was getting turned into a hotel in a few weeks. So the, um... The production team came in and recreated a few of the rooms and stuff for it, which I think is pretty cool. I just feel sorry for Matt Damon. Yeah. Like in the cold. Yeah, filming in sub zero temperatures in that jacket, like he was slurring lines. Like they, they had, had to Yeah, um, re record them later. Re record them, mm. yeah. Poor guy. Bloody hell. The things you Poor do guy. for art, right? <laughs> exactly. Oh. <laughs> um so, would you guys like to move to the next movie? I mean, yes. if you want to take us there. Sure. Because you didn't watch it, did you, Jacob? But uh, you have seen it. Not for about ten years. So, educate me. Okay, I will. I'm here to listen. Uh, 
So, um, Matt Damon and Franca Patenta and Julia Stiles reprise their roles, um, as does Abbott. Um, Conklin doesn't because he dies at the start of the... Uh, oh, sorry, at the end of the first movie. I have a um, question, sorry, before we go any further. Yeah. Um, Julia Stiles, so Nikki. Mm. I genuinely thought she was in this movie a hell of a lot more. Oh, really? And then I'm like, that's what I was like. Things that are in this movie obviously happen in other ones because I was like, I swear she's like a main character. And yeah. she's in it like four times. Yeah. And I was she like, becomes a lot bigger in the next two movies. Yeah, I was like, I remember her being in this a lot. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, maybe not. Because she gets introduced really early on and then you don't see her for like an hour. Yeah. Her character's really great, though, um, which I'll get to. Um, but, yeah, so because Conklin's dead, we kind of get a substitute in Joan Allen, and she plays Pamela Landy. She's like a CIA coordinator slash director, um, and her job in this movie is kind of – in the next movie as well – is to track down Bourne, and she wants to bring him in and question him, but – um, the other directors just want to kill him, essentially. Um, so the movie opens in Goa, where Bourne and Marie are kind of just living their life, being happy and all that. And then um, the CIA figures out where he is and sends an assassin after him. And the assassin is named Kirill which I think is just kind of funny because take out two letters and it's kill. Um, (laughs) And he's played by Carl Urban and he actually got the role because... Wait, Carl Urban is in this? Yeah, he's the main assassin. What? He he got the role because... um, uh, What's his name? Um, The director... Um, Doug something. No, it's not Doug Lyman oh, anymore. Paul Greengrass. Because Paul Greengrass. Because Paul Greengrass saw his performance in um, the Lord of the Rings, and he was like, "I want that guy." <laughs> um, Fuck! I always forget he's in the Lord of the Rings as well. Yeah, everyone's in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this movie was the first director by Paul Greengrass and he would go on to direct all the other movies um, because Lyman had a bit of a falling out with Universal. They didn't really like him. He went over budget and um, there was a lot of rewrites to the script and they just didn't want that hassle again. So they gave um, Paul Greengrass the job and I must say he did an excellent job. Um... I can still hear you yawning, Jacob. I'm sorry. <laughs> Put the tongue on your roof of your mouth and that'll stop it. <laughs> Carry on. Or say cucumber. Oh, no, baby, you're on. The listeners can't hear me yawn. It's okay. <laughs> I hope. We can. Everyone's different. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, Kirill goes to Goa to kill Matt Damon, but instead kills Marie. No. I know. It's actually horrendous how she dies. It's so sad. Um, So Bourne is like, oh, I must track him down and discover why they're coming after me again and all that. Um, 
and to kind of um well I've just lost my train of thought what does Bourne do next he kind of like runs into Nikki again and questions her about um some things and yeah just kind of kidnaps her actually (laughs) but then lets it go so it's fine um and he kills some more people um and again there's some excellent fight scenes and this leads into ultimatum which is the third in the trilogy do we call them a trilogy because technically there's yes. four of the movies the original trilogy yeah i mean the original trilogy. at the time yeah yeah um and so he's got some information from Landy and he's trying to track down um, the people at, who kind of made him the way he is. Um, and while this is happening, more assassins are trying to kill him. Um, this time, a really cool guy, actually, whose name is... Um, I cannot find it. Hang on a second. Is this the British journalist? No. Oh. Oh. I'm talking about the assassin. Oh, I don't know. His name is... Joey Ansar, and he plays Desh, and he did all of his own stunts as well. Um, And I was watching the... um, you know how, like, on on DVDs, those really old discs that you can get still sometimes? What do you mean um, sometimes? <laughs> DVDs are readily available all over the world. It's still the main um, form of um, media distribution. I did not know that. I thought the hmm. internet would be. Um, but, yeah, so I, was, I have all the DVDs, so I was watching the bonus features, and I was watching how they filmed um, a particular... Um, kind of scene where Bourne runs across a whole lot of rooftops in pursuit of this assassin who is in turn in pursuit of Nikki and there's this one scene where they kind of are running and he jumps from a roof through a window into a kitchen and they actually filmed that and so they had a stunt guy, obviously, because Matt Damon couldn't do that. Why not? They had a stunt <laughs> because okay, you've got to watch it. You should see if you can find it on YouTube or something because it's a fucking long jump, and if you didn't land right, you would probably die. Um, but yeah, so they've set him up with a harness and everything, and he jumps through. But then they have a cameraman who also does the jump and follows the guy through the window. And, like, I don't know what sort of cameraman they have, but that's pretty ballsy, I think, personally. Um, And then that leads into my favourite scene in the entire series, which is Bourne beating up Desh and killing him eventually. So I know you don't really like them, Jacob. I can tell by your tone. Um, no, but... it's not that. It's just that this wasn't as good as I remember, and I felt let down. Oh. 
I just felt let down. I was like, this is not what I remember this being. Well, rewatch Supremacy and Ultimatum because I I feel like... I think I will because, like, I think I watched these when I was probably, like... I reckon I would have been, like, 13, 14 Mm. and haven't watched Mm. them since. Like, I watched um, Born Legacy when it came out, so I would have been 16 then, (laughs) and I haven't seen Jason Bourne from 2016. Yeah, I've only seen the first three, and I, I probably would have been about around the same age. And all I remember from the second two is Marie dying and just bits of him. It could be from any movie, but just bits of him, like, on a rooftop talking to someone on the phone and then being like, hey, nice tie you've got there. And they go, <gasps> and they look out the window, and then he's gone. Like, that could be from any one of these, and I could not tell you which one. It's actually from Supremacy at the end and then partway through Ultimatum. Oh, there you go. He does it twice. <laughs> but um, It's the same scene, but, yeah. My, my brain has oh, been blown in doing some little Googling uh, about this. Yeah. This mm. uh, the Born Identity was not the first movie by the name of the Born Identity. So in uh, nineteen eighty-eight, there was a two-part television movie that went for four hours that uh, oh, really? starred Richard Chamberlain as Jason Bourne, and uh, Richard Chamberlain won a. Golden Globe for Best Actor in a TV series or movie for TV for his role as Jason Bourne. How did I not come across this? I don't know, but yeah. At all? The other fun fact is that there is a sequel television series that aired in 2019. Oh, yeah. It's called Treadstone. And it's on... um, uh, Amazon Prime, so I was going to watch what a little bit of it and see if it was actually good. I watched the trailer for it and it doesn't look very good. It's like set in like Are the they... 70s or something because it is yeah. an actual like prequel series to how Operation Treadstone started Yeah, and it is like a direct prequel to the movies. It kind of looks a little bit boring to be honest. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> also, um, it has... No, that's not who that thought that was. One of the, the, like, the... Yeah, it just doesn't look good. No. I don't know. I might start it and just see. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yes, tune, tune in next week for our full breakdown of the whole first season. <laughs> the whole ten episodes of Treadstone. No, thank um, you. But, yeah, like Jacob said a bit earlier, um, the Bourne Ultimatum is the one and only... Born movie out of the five that there is to have been nominated for an Academy Award um, and it won Best Film Editing, Best Sound Editing and Best Sound Mixing. It wasn't even meant to exist. No it wasn't. They they closed it after- up at the end of Supremacy and well, then th- sorry you go no, you go. I'll say, yeah, they, they, they kind of like wrapped it up at the end of Supremacy and then when the studio was like, let's make another one and it got green lit, the writers had to figure out how to bring it all back because their two-movie story was done. Yeah, exactly. And they weren't – well, when they filmed 
identity, the first one, they didn't even, weren't even considering doing a second one. Yeah. But then it almost quadrupled its, um, what is it? Budget. Um, budget. It yeah, made two hundred fourteen million US dollars at the box office, like identity. Yeah. But um, which is crazy. Yeah, identity is the only one based on the original books. So supremacy and ultimatum are just original screenplays. And um. Robert Ludlum, who is the author of the Bourne novels, died while Bourne Identity was in production, so he never got to see it. He was supposedly quite happy with how they were doing it. Yeah, well, um, Doug um, Lehman flew to Robert um, Ludlum's house in the Glacier National Park to get the rights to make the film series. And he he flew, like the director flew himself on his own plane... It's the first time he'd ever piloted a cross-country flight by himself to go to this guy's house to get the film rights. He must have really wanted them then. Yeah, like, that's dedication. Like, I was like, oh, I want to make it. And then only <laughs> making one <laughs> and then getting fired. Uh, poor guy. But um, Tony Gilroy wrote the screen... wrote the story for... Identity, Supremacy, Ultimatum, and Legacy. Mm-hmm. And he directed Legacy. So he, And Just, then it went back to Paul Greengrass for Jason Bourne, and Paul Greengrass has his first writing credit for Jason Bourne, like for the movies. Mm-hmm. I, like, I actually really enjoyed um, Legacy. I think for kind of like a spin-off movie or something to start a spin-off series, it was a pretty strong start. And also getting Jeremy Renner on his Avengers fame. Yeah. Like it's the like this comes out in the same that- year that Avengers <laughs> comes out in like Yeah, well he wasn't like he would have he did he win an Oscar for the Hurt Locker or did he win or did that just win Best Picture? Because I feel like he was kind of writing that. Yeah, I think it was just best picture. What, what year was it? 2008, I'm pretty sure. 2009. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, because... No, he, he was nominated for best actor in Hurt Locker and best supporting actor. So that was in 2010, he was nominated for Best Actor for Hurt Locker. In 2011, he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor in The Town. Yeah. So he was quite good before these movies, and I feel like that definitely adds. And if they're going to do any more Bourne movies, I wouldn't be surprised if he came in and did another like trilogy or something to cap it off. Because it is left. No, the future is Treadstone. <laughs> it's got seven point... Not Treadstone anymore. It's, it's um, Briar or whatever it is now. It, Treadstone's rated seven out of ten. Well. That's not horrible. They've yeah. got to catch up to the movies at some point, though. They can't live in the past forever. I mean, forever. from what I can see, the first episode is set in 1973. 
So they've got about 30 years to play with before they catch up to the first movie. True. So mm-hmm. I think that'd be all right. So <laughs> if Matt Damon ever becomes nice and cheap. Mm. Saying, like, even if Matt Damon, then they have to go like 50 years because they have to catch up to his age. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, not as young and sprightly as like, he used to be. You could get like 10 yeah, years out of this TV no series and it'd still only be the 80s. Mm. You know, like... Mm. They got, they got, I have a... F- I have a feeling it wasn't renewed for a second season, though. Probably not. Oh, well. Who cares? Um, I'm never going to watch it. <laughs> I'm going to watch the first episode and get back to you guys. No, it was made on USA Network, so it's going to be shit. Oh. It's okay. basic cable owned by NBC, um, NBC Universal. Maybe yeah, I won't watch uh, it then. I don't, see, I don't see anything about second season either. No. So, yeah. um, Sorry, Kat. That's all right. That's all right. Oh, there's a website. I know you had your heart set on it. But, <laughs> oh. Um, but, yeah, The Bourne Legacy. So it actually had a pretty good cast aside from Jeremy Renner. You had um, Rachel Weisz as kind of the main love interest slash woman damsel in distress. Um, and Edward Norton, who is the CIA antagonist. Oh, yeah, I forget all these people that are in it. Yeah. Like, Oscar Isaac's sorry. in it. Um, is it Oscar oh, Isaac? Really? Which one's Oscar Isaac in? He is outcome number three. In which one? He, like, that is his credit in this. He's outcome operative number three. Yeah, right. But, huh. There you go. Um, I, there you go. Oh, well, I didn't realise he's been acting that long. Yeah. How old is he? I can tell you if you give me you, a second. You think, I, like, in my head, I'm picturing him, like, he's well, he 41. Been a child. I was a child. So he literally Holy would have shit, been, like, yeah, yeah, he, he would was have been born like, in 79. So he would have been, oh, my God, 23 when this movie came out. Two thousand and two, yeah. yeah. What the hell? No, thirty-three. No, it came out in two thousand and two. Oh, we're not talking about legacy now, are we? Oh no, yeah, no, sorry. Is... He's in legacy. Yes, he'd be thirty-three. Yeah. Eyes oh, in legacy. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought we were talking about um, ultimate. I thought you meant I. I thought you meant identity, and I was like, what? I literally started my <laughs> sentence being like, "So, born legacy has sorry. a good card." Oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think I'd like to see more of that. I'd watch more of that. Um, yeah, I've got to get onto it because I think at the time, oh, it was twenty twelve, wasn't it? So at the time, I would have been like fourteen, fifteen, and I'm mm. sure I would have been like, "Ew, it's Hawkeye," and just not given it a chance. Yeah. If this is like right off the back of Avengers, but yeah, this does have a very good cast, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> Well, I um, I think I only first watched these movies. I probably would have watched Legacy maybe in, like, 2014 or 2013, like a few years after it was mm. out. But I didn't discover these movies for ages. And my dad has, like, the three-movie box set and then Legacy and then Jason Bourne. And I think, like, between our whole family we have, like, 
three or four complete sets of the entire five movies. Guys. Um, because we just love it. We love Jason Bourne. Guys. What? Australia's own Shane Jacobson is in the Bourne legacy. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, boy. That's Ooh, wild. <laughs> Huh. The dream. I can't imagine him in anything other than made in like a small country town where he yeah, just no, plays. I mean, he's Larrican always going to be Kenny. Shopper at IGA. Yeah. Oh yeah, the yeah, IGA Kenny. ads. <laughs> How do you go from being in the Bourne Legacy to doing an ad for IGA? Uh, probably no one sees them movie <laughs> in. Oh no, that's so weird. I can't imagine him being in something serious. I'd say he was definitely like a comic relief, like dude in like a oh, bar yeah, or something. <laughs> I actually cannot remember him in that movie. I'm just trying to like, what else has he been in that's big? Shane Jacobson. Yeah. He's probably in Babe or something. <laughs> Do you know he was in like? Oh, he was in the, Thomas the lab Tank that they went to. No, he has a character named Shane in Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> That's a bit cute. What? That's wild. <laughs> what? What? He's in Thomas the Tank Engine. How do we get from the Bourne to Thomas the Tank Engine, guys? <laughs> That's an upgrade. Shane Jacobs. <laughs> Sorry, but like. like- <laughs> Tom's Tank Engine is better than the like. That's peak life. If, if no, but if you're voicing on Thomas the Tank Engine, you've made it with you a character named after you. Yeah, if you yeah. have a character named you, like it's your name on Thomas the Tank Engine, you have made it in life. Yeah, that is peak. Okay, so so Legacy is on every streaming service in Australia, apparently. So I, I think peak. we. Do. Yeah, like, we do have to have a peek just to um, at least figure out who, um, what Shane Jacobson's deal is. I just told you he's in a lab that they go to steal pills from. Is he like a nerdy dude with glasses on and like a lab coat? He's like the director. I don't think he oh. he doesn't wear glasses and he doesn't have a lab coat. I think he's just yeah, right. like the. He, yeah, he's just a cool guy. I really yeah. like Shane Jacobson and things. Like, he's great. Everyone should go watch Brother's Nest. I've never heard of What's that before. Brother's Nest? It's a movie that he's in. All right. Oh, okay. It's him um, and his brother. There, it's, it's great. <laughs> it's so good. Just everyone watch it. Take your word for it. Yeah. Just watch it. <laughs> he, was, he was actually in... There was a movie about, you know, the miners that got trapped yeah. underground? Oh, that's yeah, a really, really good, good movie. Yeah, he was in the movie about that. That was mad. Yeah, I, but I don't this know is if you could ever find it on anything because it's Australian. But Brother's Nest, if you ever find it, is two brothers' murder plans go somewhat sideways in this Australian dark comedy. It is great. Mm. Okay. Anyway, yeah, back to Jason Bourne and whatnot. Um, um, let's have a look at some Beaconsfield. That's that's the one. It's so good. The rise of Bill so, Shorten. So good. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah, so Bond Legacy, like it's not amazing in terms of story wise, but like, I I enjoy it. I enjoy it. 
How many explosions um, are there? Uh, there's one at the start. Yeah. And then... Wait, do you have this open? Are you quizzing me? No, 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 because I've just got the thing. It's like there's only one explosion in each of the original Bourne trilogy movies. So identity, there's the propane tank at the cabin. Supremacy is a gas explosion. And then ultimately, it's the scooter which almost kills Bourne. Well, and I was like, is there lots in this one? Is there lots in Jason a, Bourne? There's a explosion at the start, and then there's a house that's set on fire. But I don't think you'd really classify that as an explosion. No. There might be... One at the end? I don't know. I'd have to rewatch it. Um, which I plan on doing because I've watched the first three, so why not? Um, but then, Jason Bourne, have either of you seen this? The, no, the latest movie? Jacob? No. No. Oh, well, I went to the movies and saw it twice <laughs> <laughs> and have seen it since then. <laughs> um... I really like this movie again. I just like all these movies, as you can probably tell by now. Um, although it doesn't really do much in the way of plot. It's just kind of born trying to figure out his connection, his dad's connection to the Treadstone operation. So Why do they always have to bring family into it? Well, yeah, well, they've run out of other things, really. Like, no one's trying to kill him anymore. Um, but it has a really cool um, scene near the end where him and this other assassin are chasing each du- each other down the Las Vegas Strip and they actually filmed on the Las Vegas Strip and they had to shut it down completely and they only had one shot at doing it because they weren't allowed to go over time because they had to reopen it all. Um but, yeah, I think kudos to them for sticking with um, filming on location because I think that's something that these movies do quite well is actually going to the places that they are portraying. Although I didn't like that it was pretty much completely set in America. I liked that the other movies were set in Europe. Um, for the Born Identity... Lehman would often sneak off with Matt Damon to take illegal shots of the film, so they would shoot on location without the permits to get extra footage. So the pair would only be able to shoot for around 60 seconds at a time before the cops would show up and move them along. Gosh. Oops. Golly gosh. I'm surprised they didn't get fined. No. There's only um, Matt Damon and Julia Stiles to appear in the movies together, like they're the only recurring characters that carry yeah. on through all of them. Obviously, except for Do you want to join know something sad, though? She, I know she dies. Yeah, she dies. I, I've Jason seen the scene. Born. Yeah, I've seen it get shot. It's really sad. I've seen that bit. It's sad. Um, anyway. Matt Damon broke Tim Griffin's nose while filming Born Supremacy, while the fight scene. And they'd been rehearsing for three days in the small space, but they uh, messed up the timing and broke his nose. Mm. So, whoops. I think in Jason Bourne, they, he said that he made like some deal with the stunt guys that every time he actually hit them, he'd buy them 
like a bottle of this really expensive champagne or bubbly or whatever and he ended up owing them like 30 cases or something ridiculous <laughs> do you want to know something else ridiculous during the uh film or during the post-production of supremacy they weren't happy with the ending so two weeks before the film was due to be released they reshot the ending the only issue was Matt Damon had to be flown to Europe because he was in the middle of making Ocean's 12. It cost them $200,000 to do it, but the final result was worth it with the new ending scoring 10 points higher with test audiences and the ending that we ended up with in films. Well, in the film. Yeah, I'm not sad about that at all. <laughs> um... But yeah, I don't really have anything else. Do you guys? Uh, I think I'm good. Think you're good? Well, Nick, would you watch it again? Yes. Yes. I would definitely watch it again. I'd probably watch the ones I haven't watched. Uh, actually, uh, would I watch the uh, second two? Uh, yeah, I... probably. I would, if you're gonna watch the first one, watch the second two. You like, you don't yeah. need to watch Legacy or uh, Jason Bourne, but the second two are actually quite decent for sequels. Yeah, I'm interested to see. Yeah, like, cause uh, yeah, I feel like the tropes it, it kind of like set tropes in place for like Hollywood to like come after it. So I feel like. I know. I don't know whether it would be as enjoyable now. Now that I've seen, like, you know, twenty years worth of movies trying to copy it, but Mm. never know. If anything, just watch it for the fight scenes because they're excellent. Yes, very true. (laughs) Jacob, would you watch it again? Um, look, yes, but. Um, I'm gonna watch the other. I'm gonna rewatch the other two, like in the original trilogy. I might watch Jason Bourne because you know I haven't seen it yet. But like, yeah, I'll watch it again at some point. But it's not something that I'm gonna actively go and watch. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I, I'm interested to watch Legacy now, but yeah, right. Legacy I found was a bit harder to follow. Because you have to have the context of the other ones, the first trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> so that okay. so that you know, ex- like you know why he is in this program and what the cost is. Because otherwise, it'd just be some guy running around trying it's to get just some kind pills. Of nothing. Yeah. 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 So watch, watch up to legacy if you, kind of semi committed. But yeah. Okay. Okay. I obviously would watch it again in a heartbeat because I have loved these movies ever since I first watched them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> That's good. They're like, I think if I could only pick one series to watch for the rest of my life, it would be this. These are wow. like, it's like Jason Bourne, Jurassic Park and Indiana Jones. They're like my top three of all time. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to go know? there. <laughs> Wait a minute. None of those were Back to the Future. Yeah. The words Back to the Future, Star Wars, 
and Lord of the Rings were not mentioned, and that okay. upsets me. <laughs> Do you know how many times I've actually tried to watch Lord of the Rings? Like, physically oh, sat yeah. down and tried to watch it at least five, and I cannot get through the first movie, so I don't know how the fuck I'm going to be able to do it for this podcast. Oh, I'm, I'm going to love this episode we have to do on it then. Uh, <laughs> I honestly thought I was going to be the weird one. But. No, I have not. I think I've seen the first one, like, through maybe, like, disjointed three times. Like, I haven't sat down mm. for it completely. Well, haven't you're seen all of the second, the haven't seen all of the third. <laughs> haven't seen The Hobbit I, or whatever the dragon one is. Yeah, Sorry, I don't know. I, I've had mm. the most muscly, sporty people come up to me and say, "Oh my god, I can't believe you haven't seen Lord of the Rings!" I like, I can't do, I can't do it, I can't do it, and I haven't seen Titanic either. So sue me. Is that even on our list? I saw Titanic out of order. I watched the the, the sorry the second half of Titanic first somehow, and then I mean everyone knows what happens, so why yeah, bother yeah. sitting through it? <laughs> Leo dies, and there was room on the table or whatever Wait. it was that was floating. Leo actually <laughs> dies, so the Leo we have now in the real world is not Leo? He's actually a um, copy. <laughs> that's they right. They cloned him That's fine. Don't worry about it. No, doesn't he become the Great Gatsby or something? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, he does. He survives and becomes the guy from the Great Gatsby. And then he gets mauled by a bear. Yeah. <laughs> what a life. I know. I know. All right. Should we... Uh, Da, 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 move on. Sure. I don't know what that was. I'm never doing that again. No, I reckon you should put that in every episode. <laughs> I'll just cut it out of this. I'll just cut it out of this. You've got to leave in your distaste for it as well. And this discussion of whether or not you should keep it in. Every week. So just cut this strip of audio out and just paste it in the middle every week. Yeah. Yes, that's great. Okay, it. cut it cut it right now. No, I'm gonna cut it now. Maybe cut now, who knows? Yeah, now. <laughs> Fuck me dead. Um, okay, so Kat, uh. since you're leading us, what did you watch and shit this week? Well, I finished season four of Elementary and it was good. Um except Stan only has up to season five, so currently in the last season that I'm watching. Um, what other movies did I watch? I watched the other two Bourne movies because I like them. I also read a book in less than 24 hours, so that took up a lot of my time. Um, it's called My Dark Vanessa. It's really, really good. It's very traumatic, though, so it's not for everyone, but give it a go. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, and because I have an Amazon Prime, um, free trial... I was going to watch The Boys. I thought you guys would be proud of me it's for that. It's so good. Yes. I know. I yes. saw a promo for it and I was like, this looks really interesting. And then it came up with The Boys and I was like, ah, this is what they were talking oh, about. So good. <laughs> okay. I'm it is glad. so violent though. Like, oh, that doesn't bother me. It's incredibly upsetting. Like, not even the violence. Just, yeah, well, I- upsetting in the best possible way. Oh, Okay, I don't know how to feel about that. That's but... all, that's all I'll say. Yeah, just... you're gonna get you're gonna get shook. Okay, I'll let you know like, how I it, feel it, next it, week. It'll be like every like twenty minutes, you'll just go, "Oh, that's awful." Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll watch the first episode tonight and give you guys 
live updates. Thank you. Yes. I expect a tweet along in our group chat. Okay. So a fake tweet along. <laughs> or just, uh, just even just like record. So keep recording, then record myself record watching it. To like the first, the first ten minutes, maybe. Oh, jeez, does it get into it that fast? Or yeah, maybe fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's give it. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of scared we'll now, guys. No, it's good. It's good shit. It's good shit. Yes. Okay. Um, oh. have you been watching anything else? We're going to watch anything else, Kat? No, I've just kind of been trying to take a break from watching so much but yeah that's about it well just elementary cool. <laughs> i've been a bit unconventional this week <gasps> and i went down the youtube rabbit hole oh no and i found Where did you end up <laughs> i found this youtube account that i've now watched i don't even know how many hours worth of videos from right the guy's name's Ryan Hollinger. Oh, and I think I've heard of him. I think I'm going to add the link in the description for the episode because it's kind of, it's, he looks at movies, but he looks at horror movies and kind of horror TV series and he goes like behind like the motives behind making it and kind of the weird little quirky things about them and the themes. And it's a really in-depth look into all these different films. Okay. And it's like, it's a really interesting channel and there's like some really like quirky, like movies from like, like horror movies and stuff from like the seventies and eighties and weird indie ones. And, you know, and it's really interesting, and I've just found myself watching video after video after video after video on it. And it goes in, like, yeah. like you know, there's, there's videos on... There's a video on Final Destination. There's a video on why is Hostel so messed up. Um, there's all these different things. But then there's also videos on, like, 28 Days Later, on Brightburn, on Shutter Island... On Overlord. There's one on Tusk and Yoga Hoses. I'm just looking it up yeah, now. Yeah, there's, there's a really good I'm one I'm just on... getting some home guy that gives home tours. No. I can't find him. Um, and then there's, like, yeah, there's, like, Making Sense of Kevin Smith's Bizarre Horror Movies. Like, they're, it's a really good channel. There's one about the Dennis character from It's Always Sunny in yeah, Philadelphia like, by the looks of him. It's fantastic. And like, I'll link so it below. But like, outside the norm like, sometimes, yeah. For people that like films like us and obviously our listeners because otherwise why else are they listening to us, um, it's a really interesting channel and I've, just, I've, found, I've found it really interesting. Like, Oh, I was searching the wrong person. Yeah, so... I thought you said Salinger, not No, Hollinger. Hollinger. So that's been like really good and then... I've actually also been writing a script for another podcast for my assignment. So if that ever gets released to the world, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that's been my week. Nice. Yeah. Nice, that's nice. nice. So it could become a, 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 a um, two podcast life for me. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> got a double life. I know. Oh no. no. What have I done double to myself? Either that, or you could bring everything that you've learnt into this podcast and make us better. I don't think mm. 
the content That's of possible. the other podcast is appropriate for this podcast. Uh, okay. Unless you like Australian federal politics. Uh, I do. <laughs> I would like to learn more, but, but I, mean, I don't think our listeners would. Yeah, but you guys can <laughs> listen to me. But I don't think our listeners want to listen to me talking to you about it. <laughs> Nick, your turn uh, before I go in a rabbit hole. <laughs> okay. I didn't actually watch anything this week other than just shit drama on YouTube. Yes. I finished uh, The Last of Us. Oh. And it was amazing. I, like, somehow went seven years without getting the ending ruined for me. And I don't know what the ending is and I've never played it. <laughs> tell us what the ending is. But you is. can spoil it because I don't care. I want to know what it is. <laughs> do, you can tell me. Do we mind? Yeah, it's, it's, fine. it's been seven Spoilers years. Spoilers for I, a PlayStation game sure. that came out seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> on the older PlayStation that they still sell. Yeah, because it came out on both, didn't it? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, it came out. Well, yeah, it got remastered on yeah, okay, PS4. Yeah, so, yeah. But, there we go. Yes. But essentially, it's it takes place 20 years into the uh, zombie apocalypse where you play as a guy named Joel. See, I don't even know that The Last of Us had zombies in it, so there you go. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Okay, it's a zombie, zo- like, quote-unquote zombie game. Yep. Yeah. That... The the zombies they they act more like kind of nuts people like they, they seem sort of like Borderlands villains. Yeah, they're not like Walking Dead zombies. Yeah, okay. They're just like kind of people walking around with stuff growing on them, and they just scream a lot, which kind of makes it feel a lot creepier and worse when you kill a bunch of them. Mm. But the scariest part is the disease that they get in it is a real disease. What is it? Is it COVID-19? And that's horrifying. Is this the one that the ants get and it causes them to eat themselves or others? I think so, yeah. Yeah, It's actually really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. There's videos of, like, ants and other bugs with it and it's horrifying now that I know that's real. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's and, like that um, fungus or whatever is it starts growing on them and they go, like, yes. yes. Yeah, and it in- infiltrates their mind and yeah. controls them. Yep. Yeah, so the fact that that's a real thing. Yeah. The fact that that's not only a real thing, but just imagine if the it chance that I played it during, I, I played this game during all this is kind of like. Imagine if it did the COVID nineteen thing and jumped to people. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Do we even joke about it? Th- now? Well, look, <laughs> we want to. I already we wanna, have... want another coronavirus joke on our hands. No. <laughs> I mean, some, depending on what the joke is. I guess. Depends yeah. on what taste it's in. <laughs> there's, a, there's an okay thing to joke about, but sometimes there's a line, yeah. you know? Let's just not go there. Because yes. I'll definitely yeah. end up accidentally but, crossing um, the line. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm like. But, um, yeah, I do, I do. <laughs> Stop talking anyway. in these weird high voices, please. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm just, it's going to stay now, you know? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's like quarter past nine at night. Uh, no, I, I, I had, I had pre workout. I'm jazzing. <laughs> oh my god! I actually had pre workout before the podcast <laughs> because I was tired. It's worked. We should just end this now while we're all still sane. <laughs> no, we shouldn't. No, we shouldn't. We should talk about the Last of Us. Okay. So he plays Joel. Twenty years into the apocalypse, and you have to get this girl named Ellie yep. across. 
country because she is immune to the coronavirus. Why did you say coronavirus? The zombie virus. The, Fuck. That coronavirus. Fuck. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's... <laughs> fucking hell. Anyway. Just cut um, out all of that, please, Jacob. No, that please. is all staying. <laughs> uh, that that's anyway, too good to cut out. That's quality um, content right there. If it, <laughs> if it sounds a lot like Logan, that's because it's kind of the exact same plot as Logan, like getting this girl across country. Which one came out first? And, um, sorry? Which one came out first? This came out first. Bloody James Mangold still on shit. Yeah, no, right. I feel like odd. Yeah, anyway. (laughs) But, um, uh, yeah, so after spending 13 hours trying to get this girl across country, you finally get her to, like, this rebellion group who are trying to work on a cure. So, sorry, I probably should have established. Uh, there are like there are kind of levels of society. So like major cities like Boston still like run as they would have, but except they're like under military control. So there's this rebel group kind of working outside the government trying to find a cure. So you get to this rebel group in I think it was like Salt Lake City or something on the other side of America. So you get there and you find out that uh you can like they can cure the virus with Ellie, but she has to die in order for them to poke at her brain and like make a um a body medicine for her. So you basically then kill everyone in the building, take Ellie off the operating table while she's asleep, and when she asks what's going on when you leave, you say oh, yeah, turns out there's a bunch of people immune to the virus. You're not special. There was nothing we could do. And you go to live with Joel's brother in the middle of the forest with a little kind of society he's made. Oh. Yes. I thought you were going to have to face a choice of whether to sacrifice her or... Yeah, see, that's... Like, I I think that would have been... And that seems like such a 2013 gaming thing to do, but Mm. it's a very, like... It's really interesting because it's just such the wrong thing to do, but, like, the main character is just so broken and also sees his own daughter in her, I suppose that's what it was, and he kind of just doesn't see humanity, like, being able to be saved at this point. Yeah. You you should play it. It's, like, very... I I have actually (laughs) played it. I played it... I had a friend's house in high school or something. I, like, actually enjoyed it. Yeah. the It's, like, just the gameplay is, like, brutal. Oh, like, yeah. The zombies and even, like, just going up against people. Like, I, I didn't realise it was, like, a stealth game mm. more than anything. And holy shit, it just gets so difficult. You're just kind of picking shit up as you go. And, like, all the resources, like, bullets and that, it's just constant, like checking everything you have and being sparing with it. But it's fun. Awesome. I, I still don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of, I do want to play the second one, but I'm like worried. Are you mentally prepared? But Nick, <laughs> well, the I second have... one is going to be banned in several countries. 
I did say that. I did oh, say what? getting banned because in the Middle East. homosexuality. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Oh, yeah, because Ellie's... Ellie Gay. has a girlfriend, doesn't yeah. she? I mean, it's like... Yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's what, 30 years into the apocalypse at that point? <laughs> Would you care? I don't know. Probably not. But, um, yeah, like, the whole script, or not the script, I think even cinematics for it were leaked online by someone on the development team that was, like, kind of protesting um, Naughty Dog's, like, work practices and how they kind of, like, how staff have kind of been made to work overtime on this. And now that we're in a pandemic, I think people like started asking for like their Christmas bonuses early. Mm. And when they said, Oh no, nah, you'll be right. We'll be back at work. Eventually this person just kind of took it upon themselves to like leak the entire game. And it's not good. Apparently, apparently they do very bad things, which I, I haven't read any of them, but yeah, that's kind of disappointing. Worrying. Yeah. That sucks. Mm. So, so I, I will play it like as soon as I can. I think it comes out like mid June. Yeah, that's so pretty soon. I think. 12. Yes, that's crazy. But uh, yeah, We're I'll, I'll come back and yeah, shit. Alrighty, well, <laughs> and I said I'd read a book every month. I've read zero still. I've read sixteen. I've read like three chapters Nerd. of one. What did she call me? Okay. <laughs> nothing. A smart person. No, no, nothing. Come over yes, and beat smart, you up. Smart reader. <laughs> it's not as far Read as it was before. I do want to start. I do want to start reading. Uh, All right. Well, okay. I guess we can wrap it up there. Yeah. Cat, do you want to? Yes. Since you're, you know, tell since us I'm all. The, yeah, all the deets. Sure. So you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Watch It Again Podcast, or you can send us an email at Watch It Again Pod at Gmail um, we'd love to hear from you. Anything you have to say, whether it's negative or positive, we don't mind. Just we want to hear from you guys. So, yeah, send us a message. <laughs> uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Just don't tell us the last of us two leaks. Tell us please. all no. Directly message oh, yeah. that to Nick personally. <laughs> don't do, worry. Do not. Do or not. send them to me. Send them to the Watch It Again Facebook page and I will make sure Nick personally reads every single one of them. No. <laughs> no, even though it's bad, I want to embrace the bad. All right. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We will catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.